Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back, Red Talks. Really know what it is. Like, comment, and subscribe. If you haven't, make sure you go over to the YouTube and subscribe to the YouTube. We're dropping majority of the content is going on the YouTube. It's not going anywhere else. So if you want to find out what man's on or what man's doing... It's only to the YouTube you're going to see. So, yeah, shout out. And today I'm joined by my cousin, who's been um, a little bit absent of recent. Richard, Richard. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm joined by my cousin. Introduce yourself, cousin. Hey, cause. people, it's at Divine Lady 23 It's good to be back. I hope you guys are all blessed. Yeah, we're very blessed, but we've missed you, so we, we need some explanations from you. I missed you guys, too. What has been going on and why have you been missing? Because people so. might think that we've fell out or something and i hate when people have that we have to be very clear we don't fall out literally we don't fall out we have our own debates we have our own difference of, of differences of opinions but we don't fall out if there's something i need to be checkmated on my cousin's gonna checkmate me on it if there's something he needs to be checkmated on i'll checkmate him on it we just don't do that foolishness on camera there's never any beef like that do you know what i mean if there's something i need to discuss with him i will but that's not why i wasn't around so I'm not sure if a lot of you know, but I was going through grief. So, because I recently lost my mum, and before that we lost our cousin, and we've also recently lost an uncle. So, when you're trying to navigate through those different emotions of grief, sometimes you're not always the most sociable. And, you know, it felt like my whole life had fallen apart, to be honest. And... I was struggling with it. I was struggling with it, going through grief, going through a breakdown of a relationship. It's a lot of emotions to navigate. So I had to take some time out to heal and, you know, do some spiritual work so that when I do come forward, I can be the best that I can be. You know what I mean? Put in the correct effort. And I think sometimes you have to stop Sometimes things will happen in life that give you no choice but to stop and mm. deal with certain things. And I think, although, although people always say to me, oh, you dealt with your abuse, you dealt with certain things, you're strong, did I? I realised there was still a lot I hadn't unpacked. And then obviously my mum passing away just literally dug all of that up. So mm. I had to deal with that, literally. And do, you, do you think it's something that you'll ever be able to deal with or it's something that you, it's ongoing for you? If I'm honest, I think it's ongoing. I don't think it's something that you can ever get over. 
if I'm all honest. Um, and when you say that, do you mean in terms of the grief or the child abuse? Because... All of it, especially, but but the, oh. with the child abuse, I feel like you you've become a stronger person than you was mm -hmm. yesterday because you've had good relationships. You're a great mother. Mm -hmm. You're a great cousin, good friend. Yeah. So I feel like with that, you've you've learned since you've been speaking about it and been more open. Mm. But I feel like you that's your way of dealing with it. Yes, but it then is. Getting hit with your mum dying. Yeah, that. And then you don't have to be the one that is arranging the funeral yeah. and dealing with everything. Yeah, that was really hard. That I, I struggled. I still struggle with it some days, if I'm honest. And, Especially um, if people know your real story and know how in yeah, integral I, your mum was into your life story of yeah. everything else that happens. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, yeah, I really it's had deeper, to dig it's deeper. Deep. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. a lot of people don't even know I don't have access to the house. A lot of people don't know I've suffered from lies being told on me since I actually had the strength to fully, really speak out about what happened. You know, I've been called, told, Lies have basically been told that I took drugs, I made up the story. So there was a lot of things to unpack. I didn't have access to my mum's house. You know, there was many different different parts of it that I needed to try and manoeuvre through. And um, even just the fact that we didn't get to speak, that was a real psychological mess up for me. Like, mind F. And then she went? Yeah, because I felt like, I actually felt like, raw. like, I don't even know what life I'm going, what life I have. Like, it's like I was a new person, but I hadn't fully transitioned to my new person. I'm still in the middle stage. So I can't go back to my old life, but I haven't quite reached my new life, whatever mm. that may be. So I kind of struggled with that a lot. Then I got to the point where it's like, okay, if I just honest and say look, I'm really struggling. I know I look like I'm okay. And people will say, you're so strong, Shah, da, da, da. But I wanted people to see, no, no, I'm actually really vulnerable. Like, sometimes I could just be flicking through the internet and see something and it would just make me cry. Like, I think some days you can even say boo to me and it will make me cry. And then having to deal with the relationship breakdown as well. It was a lot of things for me to unpack because mm. I wasn't prepared at all and then uh, and then uncle Lena died yeah then my uncle passed so that we, was kind of we kind of like, if i'm honest all of us in the family because of everything he's yeah. been going through over the years we was kind of yeah. i wouldn't say that we're i wouldn't say that we're waiting because that's not that's not a nice no. way of to like put it but we but we was we was preparing that something yeah. eventually might happen because they told us yeah. before that he he, he weren't going to make mm -hmm. it yes he did, and, he, and, did. And, yeah. and, and, and he made it mm -hmm. so it's that's like right. now we're like oh now he's actually gone, but mm -hmm. then it's it's really of the how the family's taking it, especially Miss Gray. I have to give it out to Miss yeah. Gray. Shout out to Miss Gray, man. I, I think we've taken it because Miss Gray's gone through a lot I as well. I think we've had moments where we haven't taken it well in a sense. Well, Grandma's of, gone through a lot. Though. Yeah, no, defo. She's we, lost a grandson. Yeah, she's lost more than one grandchild, um, and obviously two children. And I think it does create a lot of issues. Like, if you notice, whenever there's a funeral or someone's passed away, it can cause contention. Because I think everyone's dealing with their emotions in different, different ways. ways. Yep. And then it causes argument. And it's not that you want to fight. You don't want to fight. But everyone's trying to process it differently. And I think just because I'm honest with my emotions doesn't mean that everyone else is. And also recently I've understood that a lot of people said to me I'm intimidating, which I don't like because I don't ever want to be intimidating. <laughs> Who I said you're intimidating? Loads of people say that to me and I'm like, so... Who said you're intimidating? Because whoever said that is a... They're a clown. 
People say no, I am intimidating no, and they don't no. know what man I'm going to find no. because I'm intimidating. No. And it's not that. I'm just not the average chick. Now, I don't want to talk to you about lace fronts. I want to talk to you about atoms and stars. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know I, that good stuff. Like, I, I, I can't see. I can't see you, you know? being um, intimidating. You may be a little bit argumentative sometimes. Yeah, I'm very passionate when I'm ready to yeah, argue and debate about something. That's because you 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 know what you're saying. You say what you mean. So yeah, th- that's different to being intimidating. I don't find you intimidating at all. That's what I thought. I was like me intimidating. I'm like I'm a marshmallow. If you really know me, I'm very strong with my opinion, and I've had to learn to be this way. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't like it to come across in a combative way because even I saw the comments that people were making about, oh, like, she's really argumentative and da-da-da-da-da and she's not letting man speak. But they don't know how we debate. They don't know that you've even told me you speak too quiet. He's told me you speak too quiet. You have to speak up because I can... I mostly like to sit in my soft energy, but I know, mm. obviously, I've got to bring some energy when we're doing a podcast, right? Mm. So if you're debating a point, and I'm like, no, uh, but there's always, there's always a time you know? where things might get heated. It's just life. Yeah, it's just exactly. life. It's not, it's, not a, it's not heated to the point where it's disrespectful, where it's heated yeah. in a way where we're disagreeing. So what? Exactly. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't, that's not a measurement It doesn't of, take away, yeah. That's not a measurement of who you actually are, in my eyes, anyway. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't take eyes. away from anything. And I feel like, why can't we debate and have differences of opinions and still be respectful? And no, we're not always going to articulate it in the right manner. And even if you do articulate it in the best manner, there's always going to be someone out there that don't get it or has a problem, literally, you know? So... We know, obviously, the main aim is, you know, positivity. We're uplifting. You're doing a good job trying to uplift men, which I think is extremely important because, yeah, no, I'm not just repping for the women. I'm not a feminist like that, so I have to make that clear. Like, I rep for men and women, you know, because I think we equally suffer certain things. So, Mm, 100%. Yeah, but the grief, the whole, the grief thing is, it's crazy, you know. And what have you been doing to, like, try and get yourself out of that dark place because obviously it's a dark place that nobody can ever fully understand except for the person that's there to be honest yeah i said that to my friends that's because my friends are really intelligent and they usually give very they give great advice Mm. my people's around me generally do their safe space Mm. i actually just had to be at one with god to be honest because i felt like no one could help me there was it was a pain that nobody could help me with if i'm honest and that's, yeah, like, I'm still manoeuvring through it. And sometimes I'm like, oh, it's 10 months. But, yeah, grief isn't something that you can actually put a time frame on, you know, especially when there's a lot of things to unpack with it, like child abuse. Um, we didn't have that last conversation that we were supposed to have. And mm. psychologically, it did mess me up because it was like all my hope had been snatched. Mm. So now I feel like, okay, well, where do I go from here? My old life no longer exists yeah. in that sense to me. So now even little things like I think, oh, now, like I'm going to celebrate my birthday and be 40. It's a mm. milestone. My mom's not here. Mm. <clears throat> even just talking about it, see, like now I feel emo. Mm. So like I said, I've just had to go to God and just be very honest with the people around me mm. because I think people are so used to me being strong 
that I'm like, no, I'm literally like fine China right now. Like if you poke me, I could crack. Mm. So sometimes I will internalize it, like go into hermit mode because I think that's my way of coping. Yeah. And they'd say as well, like children who have suffered like abuse and stuff and didn't really have that person to go to tend to cope with their own situations as an adult by going into hermit mode. And I've noticed that is actually my coping mechanism. But it usually helps me, to be honest, because, you know, like I said, I'm praying. I have to pray a lot for healing and to unpack things and compartmentalise it because there was so much to unpack, literally, you know. And even though I did the podcast on the abuse, it Mm. didn't touch on half of what I went through or what we went through you mm. didn't touch on a smidgen of it you know it's sad that um, you've gone through so much and uh, only speaking about it now mm. so that means that you've been carrying that for years I what calculated advice, it what, what advice would you give to someone who's out there that's younger that's been through something and they're holding it in right now what would you if you could speak to that person, what would you say to them? They've gone through that. Okay. And their situation is exactly the same as yours. Oh, like with the family, <laughs> your mom, everything. Like, what advice would you give to that person? Be kind to yourself. I've had to learn to be kind to myself because I've always been the one that's been kind to people. Um, and actually speak out, you know, because a lot of the time we're so busy protecting everybody else while we suffer in silence. I held mine in for like 26 years. I spoke out 15 years ago, but it was held in mainly for like 26 years. And even then, I still feel like I was a little secret. I still felt like even family members didn't know how to really address it. So I felt like people just swept it under the carpet. I feel like they do that a lot, and this is not me being... I um, really want kids to speak out. I want adults to speak out, even if you're 50 and you're 60. The more you sit with it, it affects you. It's affected me in so many different ways, like my weight, you know... So I really, really want to encourage people out there. I think you make it sound a little bit too um, loose. You said child abuse. I would put what happened to you as paedophilia. Yeah, well, sexual sexual abuse, child molestation. That's what it actually was. Yeah, there was no, there's no way of trying to contextualize it. Does it make sense? Yeah, because child abuse sounds like oh you just got beaten or something like like we need it to I be say very that very clear. Trying to cover all of it, yeah, it was child sexual abuse as well as violence, as well as narcissistic behavior mm. and manipulation and mind effery, you know, and how we're treated as kids really shapes us, as you adults, know, yeah. it really does like. Um, that now I'm still soft though for some reason I have still managed to be soft I cannot deny that before I used to fight against that side of me I hated it because I felt like people took advantage mm. but now I've learned embrace who you are but cultivate your circle mm. and have people around you that 
you know, you can be yourself with. You can say, like, you know, I'll be real with you and be like, because I'm struggling, that's why I'm late, or... Do you know mm. what I mean? And that's me being real. And I'm mindful, because I don't obviously want it to get worse. But if I don't tell you, then you're not going to know what I'm struggling yeah, with, yeah. you know? And I've learned to allow myself to cry in front of you guys. Yeah, but I want you to always know that I'll, I'm always here. Like, forget mm. the cameras, all this right now, but I'm saying, yeah. like, if you ever need men, like, to talk to men, you know I'm always there, right? Mm -hmm. You know that, right? Yeah, I know. Oh, cool. I know. Cool. I know. I, and I know that I'm lucky... I cultivated a really good circle of beautiful people. I feel so blessed to have those people in my life, like to have you guys, you know. But the, this journey, I felt like I kind of had, I kind of was alone in a sense of, yeah, only good could help me, man. Yeah, the, the, only it, good it, could help. There me. was times in life where it, it it's like that. It's like mm. when I was um, alone in myself and mm. I was doing my little time, and you know. No one could help me at that moment. It was only, it was only God, if I'm honest, that, mm, that I could speak to at that time. Mm -hmm. And um, if I'm honest, that was the best person that yep. I could have. That was the best yep. thing I ever done because that l showed me how to cope through life when mm. things are getting really difficult. Because in life in general, not every day is going to be a great day. Yeah, you know what I'm saying not every, and that's yeah. why I told men to speak up about. Health and not to be silent. I feel like anyone, I'm not saying come to the internet and then like makes do lives for hours talking about someone. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, don't be afraid to sit down with someone and say, Definitely. this is what's happened to me and yeah. I'm still feeling the effects of it. Mm -hmm. And you know what I'm saying? And the person listened to you yeah. without judgment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So It was hard. It's hard. I'm not even saying it was. It, it is, is hard. so hard. Like, and I think what made it harder for me was that not everyone's kind like you realize there's like people are very insensitive mm -hmm. um and just everyone's in their own little bubble which i think you know it's, that happens but i think we need to be more mindful as human beings that everyone's suffering in their own way everyone's just trying to find their way through life you know and yeah grief is grief is a really difficult emotion to maneuver because some days you're fine you're good and everything's up and you are genuinely coping but then next week it's like a tsunami just hits you and you're like what the hell and you are so emotional You've got anxiety, you don't want to go out, you don't want to speak to people, you know. I don't know, if I had kids, if I would have even left the house. And that's the truth. That's bad. Because for me, I think, because we didn't have the conversation, I always probably took for granted that we had time. Time is an illusion, you know. I also think if you can heal relationships that have maybe broken down or gone through a rough patch then you should do that if the person's obviously gonna work on it just as much as you're gonna work on it whether it's aunties cousins partner because i think we leave a lot unsaid and i believe we don't we don't communicate enough as human beings you know, like we wait until it's too late or 
We don't give people their flowers while they're here. I don't want flowers when I'm dead. I want flowers now. And I feel good now. And I feel the, loved the, the now. The problem is people don't... They say they never really miss you till you're dead and you're gone. Mm. That's, the, that's the, the truth. No one really knows your value until you're not here anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what makes sense? Yeah. But it's about... Um, I feel like with loved ones, you can't leave like moments and years and days mm-hmm. um, of bad feelings towards one another. I feel like you've got to nip that in the bud as soon as possible so that you can have like yeah. like a good life together. Does it make sense? So yeah. it's like for me personally, like imagine this, like you have a cousin, like I'll give Gizmo for an example, mm-hmm. yeah? I might have not spoke to Gizmo for six months, but when me, we speak, it's love. Yeah, but that's it. I missed out on six months. Mm-hmm. Now that you're gone, them six months feel like I should have been with you every day. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And we can't ever play this thing on our minds like it's yeah. our fault, it's our fault. Yeah. Because the truth is, to Allah we, Allah, to Allah we belong and to Allah we return. That's mm-hmm. how I believe anyway. Yeah, definitely. Like, he created us mm-hmm. and we're going to go back to him. Yeah. It's only a matter of time. So, definitely. in in hindsight, everybody's hair is, mm. is temporal. Everyone. Yeah. The moment that you learn that, the moment you start to cherish things more. Definitely. Like, you start, I start to love you more because mm-hmm. I know my cousin ain't going to be here forever. Yeah. But let me love her as much as possible mm-hmm. while she's here. Yeah. Because she's going to go one day and I'm going to miss her. Yeah. At least I know, bro, I spent time with you. Mm-hmm. Me and you spent quality time we had yeah. great conversations it was close like if something was to happen not to say i'd be like super distraught but i'd be like i'm kind of happy uh, i'm i like i'm happy i spoke to her yesterday she was yeah, happy you exactly. know what i'm saying yeah like, you know what i'm saying it's the worst when the That's person goes and you say. never you never got to speak to him so you don't know Definitely. what they're going through Listen, it's like, it, it plays with your That's mind what played with my mind because i was like it, like imagine you haven't spoken to someone your mom or one of your parents yeah properly for 14 years you see them you say hi bye that's it that's the relationship and then randomly you get a message passed through someone that they want to reach out they want to heal that they want to so now you've got to process that bit so you're like okay you're processing that bit right they're ready to do the healing work we're going to talk da, 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 da. Done. and then the person passes away Deep. I feel like yeah. I feel like that's been the hardest thing for you. Yeah, it it's, was. It's not <clears throat> that everything that's happened because I feel like yeah. through it all, I feel like to a certain extent you've kind of forgiven her for certain things. I always forgave her. It was just, to be honest, white bothers me. Is does she know that you forgave her? Yes, I'd never want any of my loved ones to think or to doubt, not know how I felt about them. Mm. That's the worst feeling. Because now you have to live with that. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. And so much is left unsaid. And people always wonder why I always say I love you. I love you. I love you. I say I love you because I never want my people to not know for sure how I felt about them. Regardless. So that's why I say I love you. Mm. I always want my people to feel like regardless, even if we had a big argument yesterday, if you really need me, I'm going to be there. That's just how I am. Mm. But don't take advantage of my love. That's it, mm. you know? But that was the worst thing to know, especially your parent, you know, because your parents, we, they try. Our parents go through Their so much pain yeah. that they don't express to us. No, so, so much. So much. To even know your parents passed away and they probably live with that in their heart, feeling like they let you down. My mum didn't let me down. She suffered just as much as I suffered. But... We had to process things, you know. Do you think that makes you, that makes you, as a parent, you think that's, like, made you a little bit more 
conscious of like your relationship with your children. Definitely. Yeah, most definitely. So then that means it was a good thing then. Yeah. If you if you if you really want to look at it, the positive to it. Yeah. If it's made you be like Yeah, me and my brother are closer, one yeah, of them. Yeah. Which and I'm so grateful for. Like even with your daughters though, like I'm talking about like you always want that relationship to be a certain way now because you know mm. the things to not do. Does that make sense? Yeah. No matter what she's yeah. on, what she's doing, yeah. you know, I'm always going to be here for you. And yeah. you're always going to know the last words that I'm going to say to you every time I get off the phone to you or anything, mm-hmm. I love you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Even if you get on my nerves and I want to beat you up, mm-hmm. I love you. You're Sometimes not guiding you on two days or three days. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've told my daughter, even when she's grown up and she's married, if she's travelling anywhere... Mum needs to know everything. Flight deal. I know you've got a husband, but I still need to know, like, you're good. You know, like that? I need to know. Even when she says, yeah, mum, when I'm, like, 20 something, I'm going to move out. I'm like, nah, I don't want you to move out. I want you to stay with me. <laughs> stay with me. To, she's like, to what age? I'm like, 26, 28. Then when you get married, you can leave. Because I don't think we do that enough. We push the children out too quickly. Mm. You know, family, we're meant to be together. I miss those old traditional days where... You know, the whole family just lived in one house together. And it's yeah, just love, man. Man. We can still do that if we get the mansion. Everyone's living in one yard. Literally. Different parts. You know. We don't talk enough about stuff and hash out things. I hate leaving things unsaid. But I realise just because I like to talk doesn't mean everyone else does. And that's been one of the hardest things as well. You know, I used to um, get mad at my father for like having the characteristic of like just saying what's on his mind, yeah? Mm. But as I started to get older, I started to realise If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. 
With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. There's a power to that. Yeah. If if me and you've had an argument, I'm automatically, he's automatically telling you how he feels. Mm-hmm. If something's on his mind and he sees you, he's just going to say it. Mm-hmm. Now, I used to hate that and be like, bruv, big man, like, yeah. but you can't control yourself. Like, mm. you, you can't wait two minutes. But as I got older, I've realised that maybe, maybe because of all the trauma he's gone through in his That's life, his maybe place. this is his way of making sure that he says what's on his mind so he doesn't die of it in his in, heart. Yeah, Does that make sense? It. Yeah, so, yeah. Instead of internalizing it, mm. let me express it because yeah. maybe I've, inter- I've internalized a lot so of things. So much, yeah. And now this and we do. And, and now I'm in this stage of my life where I've got children, mm-hmm. and I feel like you lot should be listening. Mm. Here's what I'm gonna say, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a bit straight up like that with my kids. I do try to just chill sometimes though, so they don't think I'm doing the most. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I ain't trying to run them off, but I am very like honest with them especially if they're a certain age like my daughter's going to be traveling for the first time on her own for her 18th birthday and i'm like where's she going mallorca so i'm like be careful sex trafficking did it because i panic about those things do you know what i mean it's it's very rare it's very rare very rare it's a pretty girl you know yeah there's a lot of pretty girls that go to mallorca trust me just just traveling though you know we just want them to be on their P's and Q's. Yeah, no, no, she's... Because you know you, you can get out there and we get excited. No, no, no. You need your drink. Because you've taught her about certain things in your life. I've drummed it she's, in her head. She's, she's very aware of her body, yeah. her mind. Yeah. And it's, she is. You know, sometimes <laughs> we, we worry a lot about our children, but we should mm. always know that if we've done a great job, yeah. then it's like, they are going to make mistakes. No, no, what it is, I always say to her, though, it's not her I'm worried about, it's the people out there. I don't worry about her. I, tr- I trust my daughter with my life. That's my co... My first daughter, yeah, all my daughters, I'm close to them, but my first child, yeah, if I didn't know any better, we were sisters in a past life. That's mm. how close we are. Sometimes I say to her, is it normal for a mum and daughter to be this close? Like, you see my phone rang? Mm. It was my daughter. Yeah, she's on Phoning me to get onto me to because I didn't let her know I had arrived. I get into trouble and I'm like... That's love. I'm like, what? That's love. She's you like, mum, where are you? I'm like, I'm, I've arrived. She's like, yeah, but you didn't message me. You didn't phone me to tell me that you arrived safely. And I'm like, oh, sorry. It's because <laughs> she know? loves you and she wants to protect you. Yeah, I could never go missing. My my older daughter would come looking for me. Literally. So investigation thing. Yeah. You see, if I finish work at 2 o'clock and I'm not home by 3 o'clock, 2.30, mm. she's ringing me. Where are you? Yeah. And that's the question. Where are you? If I say I'm out, the next question is, out where? I can't say I'm out. Even though I'm the adult, mm. I can't say I'm out. I can't just say I'm out. She needs to know exactly where I am. Because she's like, yeah, if I don't know exactly where you are, something happens to you, mom. That's how she works, because mm. I've drummed it into her. That's love. That's, that's how I am with them. So now they've automatically become like that with me. It's good, though. Mm. It's good for your children to have your back, though. You yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. They keep you going. Like, my kids have kept me going. If I didn't have kids, I'm telling you, everything would get delivered to the door. I probably wouldn't leave the house. Be a hermit, probably depressed. Yeah. They literally. give you that happiness. I feel like children give people um, a reason to live. Yeah. And this is to anyone out there that's thinking that mm. there's no reason to live. Yeah. There's always a reason to live. You just got to find that reason and what it is. Mm-hmm. Some people find it in their children. Some people find it in their jobs. Some people find it in, in religion. 
just find that reason to live and not to, to kill yourself. Because yeah. there's times in life where it feels like everything's against you. It feels like, mm. you know, there's no um, light at the end of the tunnel, but there's yeah. always, you just got to find that reason. And yeah. that, that's my advice to everyone out there. Find that reason of why to live. I'm saying? If it's your children, then I'm happy for you. But find that reason. Yeah. And if you are suffering any kind of abuse, please, please speak out. Do not hold it inside. I don't care if it happened to you 50 years ago. It is never too late to speak out. And, yeah, you will get some, um, like, people who want to attack you for speaking your truth, but it still doesn't take away from the truth. I've been attacked since I came out with my podcast and my sexual abuse, my story about being molested as a child... You know, and the effects that it had on me, you know, it stole a lot of years of my life from me. It stole, stole relationships from me, you know. Like, my youngest two, two, they didn't really get to know my mum. And those things pain me because I think, if only we had just spoken before. And Joy was such a nice woman to children. My mum was so beautiful. Everyone loved her. She was a very good woman of children. Like... Bro. Everyone knows that that's one good thing about Joy. Yeah. You'll facts. never take that away. Uh, even she I knew that. She 15 kids in her house and now to look after all of them. I don't know even, like, not even like with like harshness or badness. No, nah, my mum was I don't not. even know how she just did it. She was just really good at looking after children. That's why she used to work yeah. in, she worked in Fence Stanton for. Yeah, she was I don't even know man. how long, how long did your mum work in Fence Stanton? She worked in different schools though, you know. Did she? She worked in a few different schools. Jubilee, primary school, she worked in there as well. She worked in, yeah. yeah she, she loved it. She was good. It's funny because someone even asked me the other day, do I think I get like my spirituality, my love for God from my parents? And I was like, defo. Because even though my mum didn't like go, she used to go to church now and again, but then she got to a point where I think things happened in her life and she started saying she don't believe in God. Now, I knew my mum was spiritual, right? Mm. And um, I was like, definitely. Even just by... Your parents' actions, you can know if you took some kind of goodness, spirituality from them. Like, my parents are so giving, so loving. And it's a shame that it takes for someone to pass away for you to really deep things and analyse it to these degrees. You know, like, instead of just... Why can't we make it a norm to highlight the beauty in someone? I think that's why I make people uncomfortable because I always want to highlight the good in people. I don't want to focus on the bad. Mm. I do like to see the good in people. I don't want to see the bad in... Not that it don't exist, but that's not the first thing I'm looking for. I always believe everyone's got good and bad. And it's a choice. 100%. You know? The same way I went through certain experiences, but I still have made the choice to be a loving person. I like being loving. I like mm. making sure everyone's okay. I like building people up and I don't think that's a bad thing it's really not yeah. I feel like the people that have a problem with that are people that have a problem with themselves have a problem with themselves because um, loving being around people that are positive yeah. and doing good things that's a good thing and bigging people up is a good thing mm. I feel like it's easier to put people down than to actually big them up yeah I think it takes like letting go of your ego and pride sometimes exactly. to say that this person's great at what they do exactly. you know what I'm saying because it's easy to say, oh, that person's a shit, this mm-hmm. or that person's that. It's easy to say something negative over mm-hmm. people. I feel like being a negative person is easier than being a positive Definitely. person. Me, I have to force myself sometimes to be positive. Mm. And you you have to, if you've got children, you, yeah. 
even if you're having the worst day on the planet mm. and they start smiling, it puts you in a positive mood Definitely. that makes you want to do positive yeah. things. So mm-hmm. even when they're like, they're, if you're, I look at it like this, them little kids that's watching you, yeah, they're looking to see a rock. Mm-hmm. Does it make sense? If yeah. you show them any different than a rock, obviously you can be vulnerable around them, yeah, but you still have to be a rock. Exactly. Because that's what they're going to radiate yes. through life. Does that make sense? Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? What My I'm kids know. I could be on the bed crying, sad about something, but make someone try stepping in that house to touch them, that's a whole different story. <laughs> Forget that. I'm up. I'm ready. I'm ready to go, <laughs> literally, because I'm the mama, isn't it? Those yeah. are my baby cubs, you know? But so I, think, I think it's important. That I don't have a lot. I don't have a lot of ego like that in the terms of like not building people up or just paying people. I'll pay random people compliments. And sometimes you do get the odds there's like, mm. but I'm like, what's so it's, weird it's about like me, it? Like, like, you look pretty. I'm yeah. telling you, you look pretty. That just might cheer up your day. I don't know. It, is he, is I don't it, know what it took for you to even leave your house. So do you know how I deep see, it is? I acknowledge it. Do you know how deep it is? Mm. I do that, but not in compliments to other men. I'd be like, oh, well, go on, you're out, yeah? Yeah, or if like, you just am say I'm looking at me like mad, like he wants to kill me or something. Mm. I'd be like, are you right, bro? Everyone go out. Have a nice day, man. Yeah. Or I just see someone and be like, spud. Like, yeah. And they'll, they'll be like, yeah, safe, man. Like, yeah. they, they'll you feel so happy that someone acknowledged them. Exactly. And me, I'm a type of person, exactly. like, that's my natural self. Same. Like, my nickname's called self. Sunshine. Like, you can't... <laughs> like, I might be moving mad with certain people, that's because I feel like they're disrespecting me. But yes. in a general, like, on a normal day-to-day mm-hmm. basis, I'll see someone... And we don't like injustice as well. No, I think that's not. a part of our personality. So that's I'm why sure. we're always like... And it seems like we're going off... But wrong is wrong, innit? And 100%. right is right. So That's yeah. why like I'll see someone random and be like, Oh, you're right, my bro, bam. Like, mm-hmm. I even bless you. Yeah. yeah. Like, even one day I said to a man, yeah, like, keep being a great father. I just see him with his daughters and he looks happy with him. Yeah. I just said to him, keep being a great father. He's like, Oh, what? Oh, thanks, man. And like, I bet he ain't even heard that. He, he, he from was anyone. He looked shocked. He looked like you yeah. know what someone looks like, bro, like, yeah. where did you come from? Yeah. And I just walked off. I walked off with my head high. I don't care mm-hmm. what he thinks or what he says. I just yeah. said my good words to him and I walked away. And yeah. The reason why I've done that is because I went into a Chinese shop here yeah, mm. for to collect a delivery and I looked at the oranges and the woman said, do you want an orange? Mm. And I thought, I don't know this woman from anywhere, the but I generally didn't it. like that orange. Yeah. Like, I needed that orange at that moment. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking, well, she was kind, I didn't know her from anywhere. Yeah, why I was she kind like to me? That. I love people, I love people. And that made you me. You guys make the world a better place. But look, like, look at her kindness yeah. made me be kind to someone else. Exactly, because you're most. you're supposed to pay it forward, right? Do you see where I'm going with this? It's a seed. Do you see Every what I'm saying good seed you plant, yeah, it's such a blessing. It's such a blessing to plant good seeds. I have no issue planting good seeds. Like, I could see someone in the supermarket and they're like, you know, go for their little change to pay. I'll pay for your shopping if I've got it. Even if I don't have it, I'll still pay for it. You know why? The most high always rewards a good heart. That's what I believe. And I just like seeing people happy. I sl- Not even like, I love seeing people happy. I love seeing people feel accepted. I like to help people. It's just... And not because I think I'm Mother Teresa. It's just my nature. It's just the way I am. Like, I'm more of a yes person than a no person. Because mm. I think a lot of time people say no. But you're just saying no because you can and because you think it holds some kind of leverage over the person. That's not good. Like, I'm not going to just say no for the sake of it. Like, I'm more of a yes person. I just like helping people. I like people to feel confident. I think because I suffered a lot on my own as a kid... 
in terms of, like, of how I felt confident wise and stuff mm. that any person I meet you want to instill confidence I'm going to leave something good with you trust me that's my mission even if I get on your nerves because I'm straight talking because I will check you we have honest relationships around here but you're always going to remember something good that I've given you trust me that's a fact literally mm. I feel like that 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 is a beautiful thing though just putting putting um confidence and love and, and spreading that around the world onto other individuals is yeah. just a beautiful thing and yeah. I feel like it takes a real special person to be able to radiate wherever they are mm. you know what I'm saying and it doesn't mean that everyone's gonna like you but it means yeah. wherever you go you're gonna leave a radiance on the yeah. planet yeah. and I feel like that's the most in life in general isn't that what we're even Meant part of what we've been here for exactly like, that's, you the, whole point. that's you know the whole point we think we're here for like monetary gain and all of that stuff but we're actually not we're here to build each other up and be kind and leave great impacts on people exactly and, le like, and let people but like, like I said not everyone's gonna like you for whatever mm -hmm. you're saying but yeah. at least when they meet you in person they can feel that radiance sometimes your light will irritate the demons inside of others in other people but I say still shine your light anyway don't be egotistical and all of that you know but be, it's good to be humble. I'm humble. I'm a humble person. People look mm. at me and look at the aesthetics and all of that and think, oh, you know, she's pretty, she got the nails, she got lashes, but that's not really me. I can be in the jungle with picky head singing Kumbaya and be happy. That's actually who I am as a person. No, literally, I could be in the jungle, in the bush, with a campfire, singing Kumbaya and be very contented. That's the type of person I am. So when... People look at the aesthetics and then that's what they judge on. I don't like that because I feel like there's so much more to that. Like, mm. aesthetically, you can look good, but it doesn't mean you're a beautiful person. Fact. It's like, what do you have inside you? What do you install in others? You know, are you a builder-up kind of type of person? Do you actually really radiate beauty? Because for me, real beauty is seeing someone in need and you don't even have to know them or have the same blood or anything and you're very happy to help that person just because of the humility in you like that you know what i mean you know like it's just it takes nothing to be kind it's it's free even just like manners it's I, like, free. I like doing good things to people if i'm honest yeah i feel good i love seeing but not just smart. the people that i love people that i don't people full love. stop yeah same like um like a man was coming on with his story last night talking about his story and I've got a lot of compassion for others when they tell me their real life story especially men mm. I know for a man yeah. as a man it takes a lot for men to come forward to speak our stories it does like I'm saying as a man yeah, I'm saying it would take every bit of strength for me to come mm. forward to say because I just don't want to talk about things that hurt my heart does that make sense yeah cool. but so it takes a lot for me to speak up so when another man's doing it mm. i've got to respect him for the courage first yeah. of all that he's come forward yeah because it's not looked at as a norm or a normal thing you're and looked people at can as be cruel. yeah yeah people mm. was but the thing yeah. is i'll just get onto you but the thing is i realize how hard it is for him so i mm. emphasize a little bit more of him not mm -hmm. to say i emphasize of women don't get twisted, but I just know as a man, from a man's stance, like we it. never meant to speak about anything yeah. that goes bad in our life. Definitely. We're just meant to just firm it yeah. and just take it and just be like, that's the way right, the world. Man. That's 
it's a man's world, that's how it's meant to be. Yeah. And to a certain extent, I understand that we have to be strong for our families, the backbone, yeah. all of that. We can't really be showing too much weakness because then mm. will people even accept us? I understand that. Mm. But if you are generally going through something that is troubling your soul to the point where yeah. you're starting to think that no one in the world, the world cares mm. for you, you have to voice that before that, Definitely. before that voice starts telling you, just do I it. I would hate the thought of any male in my life, yeah, not being able to speak about something they've gone through. Do you know how high suicide, the rate of suicide is in men? Hundreds. Um, I've always hated the thought that men are not allowed to speak how they feel. I've actually struggled in certain relationships because the guy's been conditioned so much they don't speak on how they feel. Even though I'm trying to give you that safe space. But because you're so used to being bashed down or maybe even attacked women or used, used against yeah, you, yeah, yeah, that's you now don't want to open up to me. And I'm a good, genuine I, imagine woman. Imagine I told a woman some know? deep stuff once and then one day uh, we had an argument or something, or she, we fell out or something, and she used that thing that I told her against me. Mm. And she didn't know that maybe that was like the second time I've ever told someone in my whole life about yeah. that incident that happened to me. So it was a very touching thing to me. It's like you mm. telling me something. Mm. I, like, like, if you, like when people were asking me, oh, I was your cousin, I was like, oh, sh She'll be back, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I'm not going to say what your emotional... Well, uh, yeah, of course, I know you're sense. quite private like you that. Yeah, yeah, you always give us our own space to, to articulate. But I would never on the internet expose things that maybe you won't, may, might even be comfortable with me saying. Yeah, yeah, cool. Just off the basis of that, doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. Unless you said to me fully, gave me permission, we had the mm -hmm. conversation, said, go on the internet, say this, then mm -hmm. I'll say it. Yeah, of course. Because I know that you've got, I've got that thing, but yeah. that's the kind of person I, I would never... Like, even, like, certain relationships of the past, there certain women have done certain things mm. to me yeah, and betrayed me and said certain things about me and lied yeah. against me. I know deep things about them that I would never exactly. reveal. Not yeah. because of them, but it's because of me. Your integrity. Yeah, I'm Different. not that type of person. Yeah, you know yeah, I'm saying? yeah. And I feel like that, that's lost with a lot of women. So men Definitely. get to this point where they... I've seen some mad things on the internet. Yeah. Like That's why a lot of men are very... They don't trust women that much. Off. Yeah. I know. And this thing is ho it's so whole because when you meet a good one, your defences are up. And sometimes we even sabotage. We self-sabotage it, right? Because we're so used to people breaking our trust and using what we've told them, like, against us. Even I've, I've, I've been in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, men, men do that as well. That's why, that's why your family's fucked up. Did it? And I thought, really? You, that's why you don't have a relationship with your mum? Yeah, I've had people say that to me before. That was a low blow. That I've even low. had friends tell me that I, I, I effed the person who molested me. I've had deep things happen. But I've still tried wait, wait, to... Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, they? yeah, 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 yeah. I've had friends be very malicious when they don't get their own way and have turned around and be like... Friends? You, you mean like another woman? Bad. Yes. Women are what? They're the worst. They're the worst. But no matter how, what angle, even if... All right, let's just say for argument's sake, that is true, yeah? You was a young girl, so even that is still child molestation. Listen. It, like, you know what I was trying to say? I was trying to, I was trying yeah. to say this to a girl recently, yeah? yeah? I was trying to say this to a girl, yeah, mm. without, without revealing too much. Mm. She was 15 and she was having sex with a 30 something year old man, yeah. yeah. Now, she said it was consensual, it wasn't rape. I said, that's rape. Yeah. Whatever way you want to look at it, it's rape. Yeah, because your age category is different. If we go through the English law, it's rape. Yeah. If we go through that, you're as a young school girl in school uniform and a big man's taking you to the hotel. Yeah. In your school uniform. And he knows it's wrong and he's the. He's the Elder, we know right from wrong. This but is a why school, I'm saying you're in your, you're in your. Yeah. Even if you say for argument's sake, like he's 26 or 27. Mm -hmm. 
He knows he's bringing a schoolgirl yeah. to a hotel. Yeah, it's a virgin. But you know what? We need to touch on, and I'm a hot you women out out there. Yeah, all you little paedophile women that think you can sleep with younger boys or guys. Yeah, you're nasty too. And trust me, on Judgment Day, you're going to have to answer because there's a lot of women who sleep with, like, 13-year-olds, 16-year-olds. What are you doing? What are you doing? That is child molestation too. But because it's a guy, people are just bigging it up because it's a young boy sleeping with an older woman. That's still molestation. But you know the funny thing? I think we had this conversation on the man's podcast recently. He said... If you caught your 14-year-old boy in bed with a 19-year-old girl, like, as a man, what would you do? And it kind of threw me back, if I'm yeah. honest. It kind of threw me back because I said, this is just me. Mm-hmm. Like, because of everything's going on in the world, yeah, with, like, not knowing sexualities and mm. all of this, a lot of, as a parent, you are a little bit worried about your children mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Like, mm-hmm. you know Ooh. what I'm saying? Um, so, it's like... To a certain extent, as a man, you'd be like, all right, cool. Mm. He's straight. I'm cool. Because maybe yeah. kids are not going to show their parents at mm. 14 what they're on. Does it make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then at the same time, like, this girl's, this girl's older. Yeah. And she's having... Is she all right in the head? Yeah. Do you see yeah. what I'm going? Yeah. yeah, exactly. But that's the thing why a lot of guys don't talk about it. A lot of guys don't even know they've been molested because they just see it as the older woman sleeping with them. No. That is molestation i don't care even if you've been forced as a child to wank off watch porn that's molestation it's abuse literally whether it's a girl child or a boy child i know for me i don't care my son's 14 15 16 17 18 and some big 20 something 30 something year old woman gets caught messing with my child it's war i don't think she's gonna even leave my house i don't think in all honesty they will find her when I finish with her, literally. Because to me, I don't want to hear that my son's a big 14, big 15. I don't give a damn. He's still a child. That's still my baby. And I think we need to learn to protect boys just as much as we protect girls. We rarely do. We really, rarely do. Because a lot of boys are being molested and it's going unnoticed. And it's not right. Um, do you know the one that I feel like is in the worst position for that mm. is a school teacher? Mm. Because it's like you're watching someone grow and you're finding them sexy. That's mm. mad that you're going in the classroom and you're finding a young boy, like, yeah. instead of wanting to teach him, yeah, you're wanting to fuck him. Yeah, teachers have been caught doing Bruv. stuff like that and even gotten pregnant. And Bro, I'm like... I'm saying to you, there was a teacher in my school called Miss Boyle. You know who you was. Yeah, I'm baiting you up. You used to always come with your tits on the table and, like, she had big knockers, so she yeah. used to come and lean forwards. Mm. Bruv, like, I'm a young boy, bro. I'm gonna yeah, look, you don't over-sexualise like, kids I'm gonna like look, that. I'm, I'm going to lean back. I lean, I, one day I leaned back and I looked in, like, raw, like, bare cleavage and, like, mm. and she's like, are you doing your work? But I'm looking at her thinking... She knew what she was doing. And then sometimes she'd argue with me and then I'd feel yeah. like, this is kind of sexual. Yeah. Like, she's arguing with me, but, like, we're arguing, like, yeah. on some next kind of level. Yeah. And then she'd be like, go out of the classroom. Then when I come out, she'll come out and she'll start speaking, like, mad sensual to me. Like, outside the classroom, yeah. she'd be like, she no one chats to me like that. And there, 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 there. And you know who my, my thingy and this and that. You know I'm with... Like, she'll start saying... Like, why would a school teacher say, mm. you know who I'm in a relationship with? Yeah, that's like what's that got to do with me as a young boy? Now I'm older, now I'm an older man. I'm like, you've deep it different. I want that teacher wanted to smoke, man. This 
disgusting though and you know what i could have actually beat you know but like she would put me in detention like it'd be me and her i could see like she wants me to leave at the end when everyone else is leaving but i'm always like a little crafty one i'm always mm. in and out like but i could see that there was something i used to think she hated me mm. now i'm older i'm like i think she actually fancied man yeah. but she, obviously she's a teacher she, she couldn't say that to me I know yeah. she wanted to smoke, but obviously I wasn't even interested in her. Because yeah. one day she was, this is how the teacher was dodgy. She's, she found out that I was going out of a girl and then she came to me one day and said, I know about your relationship with this person. And I'm like, okay. what? Like, because in school, it's not a normal thing for a teacher to get involved in. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Little school kid um, relationship. Yeah. Everyone's in a relationship. Happens. Yeah. Okay, you can't be involved. Why are you involved in my one? <laughs> and she said something mad to me, like, what was going on? And I was like, how do you even know this information? Mm. But then I was thinking, right, if it's so bad, then, like, do something, innit? Like, about it, innit? Mm. Like, and she's like, no. And I was just like, this teacher There's dodgy. a lot of undercover grooming that goes on that we miss. And a lot of it gets missed with boy children because, you know, like, usually when a kid gets molested, yeah, more time boy children will act out in it. So... Or, or either, it's either they act out or they, their sexuality is... is, is really is high, like, yeah. they're over-sexualised. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But no-one deeps that it's because something happened to them. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? They're just seen as just the over-horny black man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The the naughty black boy that's just running up and down being bad breed. But they don't know there's a bigger, deeper story behind that. But no one's even taken the time to look deep. You know, you've just judged the person. You've just judged the black man and say, oh, he's just angry. He's just this, he's just that. And it's, some, it's not that at all. And trust me, there's a lot of guys out there who have suffered like blasphemers have suffered in that way. And they're not speaking about it. And that's why they can't have healthy, functioning relationships. Facts. Facts. Yeah. Another topic that um, I wanted to touch on, yeah? Mm. Um, and it's a little bit uh, touchy, this topic. Mm. But what would you say, like... Um, so the teacher's molesting the child, yeah? Mm. But what would you say about um, an older woman that's, like, calling herself a cougar and having sex with lots of younger men and using money as, like, a substitute of how to get them? Is that as bad as, like, a sugar daddy, what he does to younger girls? Like, you know, isn't... Is is yeah. that is it the equivalent of what them rich guys go to poor countries, no, mm -hmm. gen, no, no yeah, race involved, but go to poor countries, see young little girls, and want to have sex with them because they're yeah. very young? Yeah, is when that, I see... Like, for example, like, you know, you might get the odd Caucasian lady that will go to them undeveloped countries and meet a guy over there and... The guy will have sex with her. Not because he really wants to, but because he needs money. Like, it's about power and control. And how do you influence that power? Do you use it in a good way or do you use it in a bad way? You mm. know what I'm saying? Because I think that says a lot about a person. When you give a person power, how they use it says a lot about them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to go to another country and only give a, a guy who's in an undeveloped country money for him to sleep with me. Not because I generally want to help him, I have to get something from it. Nah, it's not right. Mm. It's not right. Knowing that he has to have that money so that he can eat or feed the rest of his family for that day. Like, yeah, nah. A lot of them be doing certain things and it's not because they really want to. They just don't have no choice. 
And I think if you're in a position of power, you shouldn't take... Advantage. Yeah, you shouldn't. I don't agree with it. Like, I, I generally feel like if you're even a man going through that right now, I feel like, mm. a, or a young man going through that, don't be afraid to like, don't think you're being like the man because you're being manipulated a lot because older women mm. know more. Trust me. Yeah. They know more. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, they do. So and they shouldn't be doing that. It's, like, not, it's not correct. The same way it's not correct when the... Guy's doing it to a young girl. Yeah. It's not correct. It's off key. It actually correct. annoys me so much because I feel like we don't really talk about it. And I know people be like, oh, is she a pick me girl? No, I'm not a pick me girl, but I'm stating facts. I don't have to be a pick me girl, but I'm I'm very much an advocate for men speaking up about certain things. I'm very much an advocate for men having that space where they can honestly and safely say how they feel without it being used against them, you know, mm. and for them to feel like they're seen. I'm not being funny. I have brothers, I have cousins, I have godsons, you know. Unfortunately, I wasn't blessed with a son, you know, but I relate differently. And a lot of people think, well, how come you're still okay with men? How come you don't have no hate to them? Because it wasn't all men that hurt me. You know what I'm saying? So I can't hate all men because then it means he won. Plus, I don't believe all men are the same. 100%. You know what I'm Except saying? For 1%. Of, I believe of there's some beautiful men out there that don't even know that they're so beautiful. And I can't lie. If you never hear it from any other woman, I'm going to tell you guys. I think some of you men are so dope. I think some of you men ain't given enough credit for how much you broke your backs to provide, keep a roof over your family's head, and you cry quietly and no one sees. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's very happy to take, 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 take from you, but never really give back. I want all those men to feel seen. You know, all those men that suffered, even if it was just something like growing up in an abusive environment where you saw your dad batter your mom or you saw certain things and you internalised that and you hold that pain, but nobody knows. I want you guys to be seen. I want you guys to have a voice just as much as us women have a voice and are seen because it's so important. How else can we cultivate healthy relationships if we keep on sweeping men's feelings and emotions under the carpet or just people's feelings in general under the carpet we can't grow we have to talk about certain things and be sensitive be sensitive because sometimes it might look one way and it actually ain't that way you know Facts. what i'm saying Facts. and if we want people to open up to us we have to try and create safe spaces and we're not always going to get that right especially when most of us are coming from traumatic backgrounds Facts. but Practice get, makes perfect. Rome weren't built in one day. Fucks. I wouldn't like to think I've got a son or a cousin or a nephew and they're suffering so much, even thinking of suicide and certain things, and they're not speaking about it. Like, no. Even something as little as giving compliments. You know men don't get compliments. I know. It's hard for a man. A man's life's hard. He doesn't even... I make it a point to pay compliments. Do you, do you know Do you know some men have never actually heard that they're handsome? Yeah. 
And it blows my mind. See, me. girls will say the other things that like, oh, you're very kind, you're very nice, but to hear that you're a handsome mm. man, you you really mm. hear that. I'm not lying because of like the lineup, because of like me in my whole life, I've always heard that personally, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's because my mom cultivated me on being a king. Like yes. I was even telling someone like the mu- even like the music that I was raised on and mm-hmm. what my parents would put into me, mm-hmm. like draw into my head, like I was born a winner. Like, you know what I'm That's saying? That's right. So every time I lose, I always yeah. know that I'm going to win because I was yeah. born a winner. Mm-hmm. You see, I was born a winner. Not that I was, I'm a winner. Mm. I was born one. Meaning yeah. that the day that I even came into this world, I've won. Mm-hmm. That's right. And everything that else has led up to it, I've That's won. Right. I made it through and yeah. everything. It's I was true. born in Jamaica. Yeah. In the 80s. That's hard life. As you well. do what I'm trying to say, and we came out of that and came to England. Yes, yeah, different. Do you see what I'm saying? Different culture. Like you have to understand that man's yeah. man's made it. Not yeah. a, not all people were born in Jamaica in the yeah, 80s yeah. and get a chance to come back over to England. Yeah, facts. Even if they got an English mum mm-hmm. or their mum's British. Or more time, the parents would come over and leave the kids over. Yeah. Their grandma or something. Yeah. I, my mum, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. I was born a winner. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but my childhood was actually good. And I keep telling people, like, I had a lit childhood. Like, it wasn't perfect. Let's get it right. Yeah. But I only have, like, sick memories. Like, if I was to speak about my childhood right now, mm-hmm. th- this podcast would go for another 20 hours. Like, yeah. just telling you about little things like my toys and mm-hmm. my room and my, my sheet. I wanted a Man United sheet. Mm-hmm. My mum bought it for me. My wallpaper was what I wanted. Yeah. Like, my mum, like, like bust me like you know you yeah, have to really yeah, deep your life and say well like i kind of had bare things you know yeah like if and i want appreciate wanted... the little things that even your parents do for you because you don't know what they struggled what they had to do to even provide that i food. knew what my mom did because my mom used to bring me to the cab office she used to work in the cab yeah. office she used to bring me there bro and i used to sit there mm. and think why am i here yeah but you know i'm older i'm like Shout out to my mum, bro. Like, she yeah. actually put in work so that her kids could eat, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, and sometimes... And your mum is a real one, man. You like, see what I'm saying? She's such a queen. Like, when I see your mum, yeah, and your mum gives me advice, that like, I always feel so good. Like, I feel better for it. I feel like I've been blessed. Like, your mum is one of those people that if you are in her presence, it's a blessing to you. Like, to me, that's like a real black queen, yeah. you know, because even at uncle's funeral, I sat down and it was mad because I was sitting in the same spot where I sat where my mum's funeral was held there. And I just started bawling. And, you know, one of my aunts was sitting next to me. I'm not going to mention who it was. She doesn't, I don't know if her heart's black. I don't know if she just doesn't black heart. I know have you're any about. emotions. There's only one black hearted person I know in the family. You like know, that. and your mum was sitting opposite the table and your mum was like, Charlie, what's wrong? What happened? And I said, auntie, it's just being here. It's just really overwhelming. And you see, at that point, your mum wasn't like, oh, get over it. Did it like some, because some elderly people, you're wrong and strong. And there's a lot of hypocrisy. That's a topic for another <laughs> podcast. I can't lie. I want to get you lot together real quick with that one. But your mum... She just said some uplifting words, you know, and I really respect that because we don't pass down the encouragement. We don't pass down the strength. We don't pass down the love, you know, and the positivity, but we're quick to pass down negative things. Like, I'm always wary of people who are so quick to be negative with their mouth, then build you up. Those kind of people scare me because I think it's not normal, literally. It's not normal to be so quick to spit venom or, or negative things out of your mouth, but then you struggle with the positive things. Like, oh, you look beautiful today. What did my mom say to you, though? Uh, 
she was just telling me that, you know, life is a blessing, basically, that no matter what, you know, just keep going, mm. you know, and my mum would be watching over there, be proud of us, you know, mm. and just, to, you know, stay strong sort of thing. And I, I just respected it because I know when it's your mum, it's come from a place of love. I know 100%, that, 100%, you know, I know 100%. it's coming from a place of Christ, like God. And I, for me, I just think it's so important. If I didn't have God... I I don't know. I'd be lost in the source. I see a lot of people lost in the source and they don't believe in the most high. They don't believe in you it, know. It's deep because it's you, like scary. you can t- my mum like she's a if I'm honest like she's a very sincere person but she's a she's a believer she's in God. Yeah. 100%. So when she says things it's always yeah. from a loving place. It's never from a bad man place. I never yeah. I've never seen my mum ever do that. For me, even even no, myself. I've never even seen if even if I don't like it yeah. and it might sound a little bit mad. Yeah. No, because you know people take advantage of it, innit? Yeah. Yeah. So I know it's always from a lovely place, man. Yeah. Yeah, your mum's a blessing, trust me. She's one of my favourite aunties, literally. Trust when I see your mum, I'm like happy. Bitch. I'm like, Auntie Evan. Yeah. <laughs> she always looks at me though like you see, you're an android. She, she has that look, like, you see, you're to you twist the rebels. I don't know, she has that look at her eye, like, she knows, she knows. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it's good we need that in families. Like, I hope to be that, that elder person that one the, day. Yeah, you will be. Like, I don't, I don't want to teach the kids the negative stuff. I don't want to teach, like, I've got three daughters. I don't want to teach my kids hate against men and certain things. Like, I just don't want to do that. Mm. I'm like, how is that helping? How is that going to help them? Like, I always rate their dad. Like, he'd probably even be shot. Like, what you rate? Yeah, I always rate you. Like, I would say, give thanks for your dad's life. Like, he works hard. You know, you send him a message, you ask him for a little change. He does it. He gives it. No moaning. We thank God for his life. We cover him. He's mm. not my man, but I still cover him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the father of my children. If mm. something happens to him... Like I'm messed, messed up. Like mm. how am I gonna, how am I gonna help my children with that? It's deep. And that's why I want people to look at it. I get it. Sometimes people mess up in relationships, and our feelings do get hurt. I've been hurt. I've just come out of a relationship. Mm. But we need to think more about how we navigate through that. Mm. Are we gonna make it worse, or are we gonna? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because. All this negative stuff and men ain't shit and women ain't this and I don't know, man. I just don't think it's healthy. And not to say we don't want to cuss sometimes, because yes, yeah, sometimes some of you gal be moving so sideways and some of you men be moving like absolute idiots. But I was think there must be more to the story. Hundred percent. There's always more to every story. I try not to throw any stones, especially because I feel like my glass house is so big mm. you know what i'm saying mm. no matter how much i pray and stuff i'm still a sinner 100 you know well. i've done things that are displeasing to the most high so even when someone else does something displeasing i try not to judge because i believe everyone's got like a backstory and some people you never know you never know what they've been through because they mask it so well Facts. Literally. Even the closest people around them don't even know them. Trust and me. I think that is sad. I wouldn't like to think that you're going through something, you're suffering internally, and you can't even tell me. 
or your mum or one of us. Like, I don't know. There's something about that that just makes me feel so uncomfortable. But it's real, though. You know? It's real. Like, it's real. It's deep. I think there was a clip of yours that I saved to go back to, to like it, and you was you had the little boy's voice. And, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't watch it. You know, I couldn't watch that clip because it made me cry. Yeah. I felt it, like... I felt it as well. Yeah, I felt it, because even with my exes, I wouldn't like to think that any of my exes were suffering at a time when we broke up, but we broke up, and I'm thinking it's something different, mm. but it was actually that you were suffering from something, but you just couldn't articulate it. Yeah, a lot of men... Go you know? That. A lot of men go through it. That voice, that, that little voice was, I'd say, 8 out of 10 men. I know. It's just that we ne- our ego and our pride will never yeah. let us say that out loud. Yeah. We will never internalise that. Like, mm. that we we just want good for the woman now, but we're not even at peace ourselves because yeah. we're still broken from that relationship. Because mm. a lot of men will never express how they generally feel after a breakup. No, and no. when they do, sometimes some men do it in a manipulation way to try mm. and get the woman back to, f- to hurt her again. Mm, mm, but mm. some men generally are hurt after mm. the relationship's over. Yeah. I'm not one of the manipulative men that are trying to use that. They're crying, that, but their tears have no weight because they're just doing it because they're trying to mm. manipulate a woman. And there is bad things that certain mm-hmm. men do, and I've seen men do that um, to women. Like They're crying and acting emotional, mm. but it's only because they're trying to play on your heartstrings because they yeah. know how weak your yeah, heart is. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, like someone yeah. knows you have a good heart, yeah. and then they're telling you I'm going through depression. You automatically are going to... Overlook everything else that he's yeah. done and still let him back in yeah. on the basis of that. Yeah. But then how many times could someone do you dirty until you say, wait a second, That's you're it. doing that same thing that you always yeah. do. I know what game you're playing. You've done yeah. this three times to me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three times. Yeah. It's not like it's one time in 10 years. Mm. That can be that, that can be understood. Does that make sense? If when it's repetitive. And you know, in short honest, space of time as well. Yeah. One year, he's done it three times? Yeah, it's Run. very repetitive. Run. Like, And the thing is, do you know, even... Like, for me, the way I can cut off, for example, from a relationship, it will seem as if I don't really care. And it's not that mm. at all. When I get like that, it means I've gotten to the point now where I feel like I have to protect myself from you. 100%. And I'm not safe. And you're using my kindness against me. You're using my love that I have for you to manipulate the situation, to manipulate me. And I, that doesn't sit well with me. I, I find I even struggle with people who don't like to speak on things and give clarity because a lot of guys do that to women as well and I think some women do that to men they don't give clarity so it's like it's a never ending game I like clarity if you don't really want to be in a relationship and you want to be free say that, I respect it you might think I'll be angry but actually I respect you more because you was honest you know what Straight I'm saying? me as well, I, I respect or you if you more. messed up even you more likely might get, even get another chance if you're honest. But you see if my spirit deeps that you're lying mm. and then the most high gives me a dream or something. Oh, you're freaked. <laughs> you're freaked because you didn't keep it 100. You didn't keep it a buck. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't, mm-mm. Like, I don't respect that, you know? And there's certain things I understand about men that are different from women. I do. But at the same time, I'm like, it doesn't, it still doesn't justify it. It doesn't. Mm. Because I'm never going to be like, well, I'm just like this because I got abused and, and men hurt me. Mm, how do I sound? 
Sounds crazy. You know what I'm saying? But like, why am I making that your issue? But then, like, I'd say, like, a man's heartbreak is deeper than a woman's. Like, it's in, like, you, you might not realise this, but in a man's life, he will only love a few women. Mm. He will tell a lot of women he might love them, mm-hmm. but there's only a, a select few that he will love. Mm-hmm. And when them women hurt him, the pain is deeper and lasts longer because he he never expects it. Mm. With a woman, you can't expect, look at this guy, he ain't shit, I can just tell you he ain't shit. With a man, he's more lost in the world of this woman's everything to me mm-hmm. and I love her and I've never felt this feeling before and I don't know if I'm going to heal back from this. And a lot of men mm. don't heal from their past relationships because they didn't even go to relationship counseling or counseling in or general. Or sit down or, or long or enough to even yeah. see what we yeah. Or, or what was just felt. single enough mm. to find out what they love about themselves. Mm-hmm. So they jumped into relationship after relationship, yeah. never actually healing. Yeah, a lot of guys have even told me that like it was that one heartbreak that didn't just made them go like on a rampage, yeah? It's the same with women, though. Yeah, yeah, of course. It can be that one guy that that's done something to you. Like, I'm actually scared today. I'm gonna be real. I'm like, so it's scared like, today. Like, uh, even like a girl that I knew, she was molested when she was younger, mm. and that just turned her into like she was just fucking everyone, and she didn't care. Yeah. She just didn't. She she didn't care, and she wanted it to. She wanted the sex to be a reenactment of what happened before. As mad as that sounds. No, it doesn't it sound so mad. You know, like everyone traumatic. processes their trauma in different ways. And that's what I've learned to understand. Just because it looks a certain way doesn't mean it's that way. So when I got with a girl, she's mm. like, you're a pussy. And I'm like, what? Because mm. you're not going to do it how I want you to do it. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And then when, like, I really got to the bottom of it, because you see, when a girl says certain things to me, I'm looking deeper into it. Like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? And then I got to it, and I was like, you want me to kind of, like, move to you in a certain way yeah, so that it feels normal to you because of that? Yeah. I said, Trauma, I said that doesn't make sense. And then she started breaking down crying. Mm. And I started breaking down crying and it was a weird situation. Mm. And then I was like, raw, like, that was, I, that was the first time a man hasn't actually done that to her. Yeah. So she was like, she didn't sure. understand it. Yeah. Like, yeah. What, what have you done to me? She fell in love automatically after that. That was mm-hmm. like, she was in love for years. Yeah, yeah. She's, even to this day, she probably still told people she loved me because mm. I was the only man to like... Be like, nah, baby. I'm not taking advantage of her, basically. Yeah, Does it yeah, make sense? Yeah. Not use her for what yeah. everyone's used her for. Mm-hmm. Does it make sense? So I was yeah. just like, no, I'm not going to do it's it. It's the same with guys, you know, when they're so used to women who they have to entice or kind of prove their self through money. You see when they move, a, move to a girl that's not swayed by that, and actually genuinely wants to know them, love them. You could be the street cleaner and she don't care. I'm that kind of girl, literally. Mm. I'm not sweet because I feel like money doesn't equate to the value of a man. Never. It's who he is in his heart. Like, but but, you, but you're, say, you're, preaching to the, you're preaching to the wrong people because I know. the majority of young people <laughs> and people nowadays will equate a man's value to his, I know. his, his, his self-worth. Crazy. Meaning that all right, a girl will say, I don't, only, I don't go with men who don't have cars. But if some of the men that you're getting with cars are the scummiest guys on the planet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or right, I don't get with yeah. guys that don't have their own yards. But some of yeah. these guys that got their own yards, you don't know what they're doing in their houses. Exactly. It's like, find a guy that's good for you. Mm-hmm. Whether he has nothing or has everything, find yeah. a guy that's good for you. Yeah. And I think that's important. Definitely. Definitely. For me, I look at the person, I look at the, the heart of the person. So money, 
sex, all those things will not sway me, literally. I want to know you're a kind person. I want to know you will have my back if I'm sick or something's going down. You're going to have my back and vice versa. And I think that's where I will struggle finding a relationship because I think it's like, what do you do with a girl that's not impressed by money or easy led by sex? You know what I'm saying? What do you do with a girl like that when you've got to be talking about deep stuff and actually trying to do your healing so that we can build something tangible? Most people, like I said, they're living their best lives. It's all about lace fronts and fancy cars and money whilst everyone's really running around traumatised. Everyone's really running around with that little kid inside of them that's just dying to break down but they're trying to act like they're tough and they've got it all together it's we live in a mad world and i'm really trying to like talk to the kids and change that a bit because it's very very unhealthy excuse me very unhealthy you know like you'll get some girls who you've been in a relationship for how much years but as soon as they're out of the relationship they're still hopping to the next one it's like call your skin the man Sickle. Take a little time to get to know yourself before you jump onto the next person. And then what you're automatically doing is just passing the trauma on. Literally. You haven't even taken time to sit down and heal yourself. You know? And then you carry that trauma into the next relationship. And the issue into the next relationship. Building what you think is a new house, but with the same bricks that you used in your previous relationship. It can't work. Like, we need to do better. You know, we need to do so much better than what we are doing. Trust me. Um, yeah, man. Shout out to all the people, though. Like, comment, and subscribe, Rare Talks. You know, we're back. Make sure you follow my cousin. Tell them what your at is. At Divine Lady 23 on Instagram. And it's at Let Your Voice Be Heard 23 on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.